Beyond One Day is presented by Eastland Fairfield Career and Technical Schools, serving 16 school districts in Franklin, Fairfield, and Pickaway counties in Ohio. Students in 11th and 12th grade are eligible to attend. Eastland Fairfield has enriched the lives of thousands of students since 1968 by delivering exceptional career technical education for a changing world. Learn more about Eastland Fairfield by visiting eastlandfairfield.com. Have you ever asked yourself the question what you will be one day? Well, one day isn't so far away when you think about it. And by making the decision to attend Eastland Fairfield, you join thousands of students across the country who are making their one day a reality now through career technical education. Maybe you aren't 100% certain what you will be doing in the future, or maybe you've been completely certain since childhood. No matter where you are at on your journey, be assured that the decision to build a skill, learn a trade, prep for post-secondary, earn a credential, and save money is smart. It's brave. And your one day is on the right track by enrolling in Career Tech. Beyond One Day podcast is to help you feel more at ease with your decision. It's to solidify your choice and build your confidence. This podcast accompanies the One Day web series comprised of six episodes, which follows a day in the life of six of our students as they navigate the day, learning their skills, taking academics, and balancing life. The podcast will dig deeper into the issues brought to light in the web series, and each episode will feature an interview with one of the students featured in the video, along with special guests like an alum, parent, teachers, and associate school counselor. This podcast is hosted by Beth Probst, founder and CEO of At The Core. At The Core was founded to serve students as they prepare to make the very important decisions that surround their transition from high school to their future. I remember growing up, because I go to Groveport Madison High School, I had constantly passed Eastland Career Center, and it wasn't until my freshman year of high school that I even knew about it for a great understanding, actually. My band, or my marching band, is here over next door in the high school that I go to. And I had upperclassmen who were already juniors and seniors, of course, in their programs at Eastland Career Center. So in seeing them leave from practices or our morning rehearsal, I knew they were going somewhere. And I asked them about what they're doing, what their programs are like, and that was my introduction to Eastland Career Center properly. Awesome, and then you must have had a visit and um, and we're specifically introduced to engineering. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh, definitely. So my story is a little bit different from the other people who are around me. I know a lot of sophomores got the opportunity to visit because of the visitation that's purposely for sophomores. But my visit was actually with the open house that they had, I think a little bit later in the year. Sure. So I was very fortunate to attend that. And I visited three different labs. I didn't know if I wanted to go into culinary arts, pre-engineering, or the software and development program that we have here. Of course, software and development is in a way similar to pre-engineering, mm -hmm. but the fact that we have such a, a great opportunity to work with things like metal and machinery and a few other things that still relate to computers is what really drew me in. I knew that that's where I wanted to go instead oh, of just the maybe but, coding route. But you had to close the culinary door. So tell me about yes. that. That I mean, you because, because every choice that we make, mm -hmm. right, means that we may not be able to choose something else. So, so how are you, what did that mean to close that culinary door and are you finding another way to, to still embrace your interest in food? Mm -hmm. 
So it was a very interesting decision that I had to make. I remember, of course, being a sophomore, I was definitely drawn into the fact that you could cook and you could even have this business effort, maybe taking on entrepreneurship, which sounds absolutely wonderful. I'm still kind of wanting to do something in the entrepreneurship field today. But I think it's a little bit more than just food. And that's great. I'm glad that other people can look into preparing food as something for their career choice. I just knew that that wasn't going to be something for me as my career path leads me towards something that deals more so with uh, technological advancements of today. And I feel like culinary arts, while it can have technology within it, it's just not meant for me. And to actually kind of take place of that interest that I had in for food, what I do nowadays is what I can at home. I'm still finding recipes that I can make up. Um, I'm involving friends with the things that I make. And I remember even being a part of the cooking club that we had at my high school. If not last year, it was the year before. So very funny. There's a, a, I think it's a website called Cooking for Engineers that Mm -hmm. I'm going to suggest that you look into because it actually shows you recipes in in an engineering style. Yeah, I think you might like that. So we'll have to look that up together before you leave. So when I think about it, it's very interesting to hear you talk about how you how you saw culinary as maybe having some some more finite walls associated with what you could do, what you felt you could do with culinary and maybe engineering hat was a bit more wide open and incorporated technology. Let's talk about that because engineering is a field that is is wide open and there are many different paths that you can take once you have um, moved through your education. So I wanna know how your instructor and how your program here at Eastland is helping you see those options. I mean, you, you, there's all kinds of different flavors of engineering. How, yes. how do you get exposed to them and how are you sizing them up to decide what it is that you wanna do? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to our lab specifically, our teacher, he's the type to definitely teach us a lot about manufacturing. According to sort of the standards that we have for our class, that's what they really lean on. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to trying to learn about other fields within manufacturing, there's a lot of independent study that we do with that. So yes, we've had assignments in the past to where we're reading an article that will talk about some big advancement or some breakthrough, maybe even a new strategy for something or an inventor say. And that's great because then we do have some exposure to the other things that we can do outside of manufacturing. But there's a lot of self-study that goes along with it because of the fact that we are a manufacturing focused lab. So one thing that I've done on my own to get an understanding as to what I'd like to do myself is to just research within the different job openings that are out there in the world. So if you know about, say, Monster.com, sure. LinkedIn, different things, sure. we actually have a 21st century class where the instructor, she'll encourage us to look out for the different opportunities for us out there. And so I did take that on, but I found that by looking into things like job shadows, that's really what was going to help me out. So I would look at, say, um, Best Buy for the computer aspect of that, trying to get an understanding when it comes to that modern piece of technology that we have. And then also as far as going to maybe AEP because of my interest in the electrical field. Love it. So you've been trying to get exposed not only on your own through self-study, um, but also through job shadow and then through your academics and, and instructor as well. So right. good. Okay. So um, when you think about back to that choice that you had to make, do I stay in my home high school and engage with my engineering interest inside my home high school 
or do I come to Eastland Career Center and engage with it here? How do you think your experience here is different than a student who would stay in their home high school and and pursue their engineering interest there? Well, I think just the fact that I'm submerged in something right now is what helps me out. Ooh, I love because, that word, submerged, <laughs> yes. Yes, because I don't just attend a high school, I go to a career center. That name backs me up whenever I'm trying to reach out to someone who's an authority figure for a place that I might even want to shadow. So there's that name that stands behind me, and then there's the fact that, like I said, I'm submerged in my own career center here, meaning I'm surrounded by different forces that would push me into engineering. I not only have these credits that come along with the course that support me, meaning if I go to college that I can use them there and further my dream of becoming a technologist as I want to, but they're just helping me out, giving me the different resources that I wouldn't have seen if I were on my own at my high school. Because at the high school, you know, you've got your classes that are even bigger than they are here, meaning you're not going to get that individualized attention that drives you towards what your path really is. Right. And and that and and the one thing as you move from class to class to class in, in high school, there isn't that opportunity to kind of have that blown out super elective or that bigger chunk of time when you can work on what you find interesting. That's one thing as a parent I I see that's different Mm -hmm. about that experience. Good. Okay. Let's talk academics for for a minute. Um, I know in one of the videos I saw you, you mentioned kind of something that rolled through your head, you know, worrying if you might end up um, being behind your fellow students that stay inside the home high school academically. What have you found about your academic experience here? Do you feel it's preparing you for what comes next? Oh, definitely. Because at the Career Center, we still have our College Credit Plus classes that someone would take at their regular high school. So that's one thing that I appreciate. Along with that, I feel as though the even the regular courses that I'm taking right now are still preparing me in the same sense that a high school would prepare you when it comes to your academics. And then lastly, I feel like if anything, I'm getting ahead of all of my other classmates. We can ask juniors and seniors today in a high school what they're doing. And at least what I found is that it's not as definite as someone who's going to a career center. And we say that because we've got so many things that are helping us out when it comes to our future. We've got our credits that are helping us. We've got these different plans and classes like 21st Century, which is pushing us with our soft skills to where we're preparing for the workforce even better. I mean, I'm in a student organization called Skills USA, which really does wonders for me. I mean, I'm not just competing, being trained, but I'm also putting myself on a platform in front of different teachers, employers, and other peers who I'm networking with in order to really build myself up. Alana, as a parent, that gives me goosebumps. I mean, I'm dead serious. That gives me goosebumps to hear you talk about how excited you are about what comes next and about what you're learning and experiencing during your high school years. That's just awesome, awesome, awesome. And I'm really grateful that you feel that way because I know along my journey, I've had wonderful adults, parents, teachers who support me into things like that. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten into the National Technical Honor Society if it hadn't have been for the people who surround me and see me with my sense of service and my, my personality of just being people loving. I love it. So I have to ask, was there anything, what if anything surprised you about your education here at the Career Center? Anything that surprised me. Okay. So 
I think it's just about how the students are around me. There's a different vibe that you get from everyone. Of course, they're still the same from high school to a career technical center. But just the the mixing of these personalities along with your advanced classes and your quote unquote regular classes. I guess I had assumed that because a lot of the regular classes here didn't have the title of AP or uh, some sort of plus added to it, advanced mm-hmm. something, that right. it was going to be less rigorous than the classes that I've had in the past. And if anything, I feel that they're really the same. So it might not have that extra bonus added to its title, but it's still going to be a class that can challenge you and a class that can lift you up. Very good. Very good. So have to ask, you are barreling toward the end of your high school years, and I would love to hear about your plans for after high school, Mm -hmm. after you cross that graduation stage. What are you hoping to do? So I'm very excited about the possibility of attending the University of Dayton. It's somewhere that I wanted to go for quite a bit now, if not two years. And while I'm attending there, I'm hoping to still have a job from what I've learned here at Eastland Career Center. So because I have experience with machines, whether they're manual, CNC, and even some computerized assisting for drafting, then I think that's going to be a very big bonus when I'm looking for employment, say, over the summer, and then even with my school year to be in college. That's something that's really going to help me out when it comes to earning money, and I already know of some people who are very flexible with schedules, so I'm looking forward to that. But if I'm not to go to college, I know that I have a hobby that I can fall on to for sure. Because of my time here, I've been equipped with certain skills that will allow me to be successful in the field of manufacturing. I love it. And so part-time job in your field while studying, I presume, engineering? Oh, yes. I think he said, I'm not sure he said that, Mm -hmm. but um, at the University of Dayton. Awesome. Um, I would love for you to, to close with finishing this sentence. One day... One day, I hope to be an engineering technologist. I love it. Thank you, Alana. Thank you. I hope we didn't cause you to miss too much of your study hall. Oh, no, no. All right. (laughs) Have a great day. Thank you. There was a program here at Fairfield that was um, called Legal Office Technology. Um, And so it trained us to do uh, legal secretarial work in really just a a great broad base of office managerial skills and and skills that went along with the modern technology of that point, um, which was... It's all gone now. I was going to say, was, <laughs> which, which is nowhere close than to what we have typewriters, now. Typewriters, but yes. not what it is today. Yes. Very good. So, how did you decide? You know, at some point in in your high school years, early on, you had to say, "What am I going to do with the back half of high school?" And and at some point, you said, "This is where I want to go, and this is what I want to do." How did you make that decision? About midway through my sophomore year, I I realized that I was. I was coming to a crossroads where I had to make a decision um, about whether or not I wanted to go to the career center. It was not something I had thought a lot about up to that point. Um, But then as we started sophomore visitations, I started thinking about it more. And I I look back and I kind of scratch my head about how I had this type of insight at that time, but I didn't know what I wanted to do mm-hmm. when I graduated from high school. And that's, that can be scary. It, it was, and, but I had enough thought process to know that if I stayed at my home school, that I just graduating from high school wasn't going to get me very far after I graduated and that I, I had two paths that I could take there. Um, and so I decided that the better path would be to come to the career center and at least get some skills 
that, I, that would make me employable after I graduated until I decided what I wanted to do. Very good. So it, so it would at least equip you with something more than a yes, high school degree. Absolutely. Awesome. So fast forward to today, you have a senior who is in the pre-nursing program here I do. At the Fairfield Career Center. That's so exciting. It's exciting and hard to believe all at the same time. I know. I I feel like I blinked and now she's a a high school senior. I I have a freshman in college myself. So um, you want freaky that is um, saying goodbye and, you know, hoping that they're doing um, their laundry and um, all those other things. Yeah, that's all that's coming. Um, (laughs) So so tell me a little bit about your daughter's experience here in that in the in the pre-nursing program that she's in. Let me know a little bit about that. Yeah. So Madison was not a typical kid that, you know, really struggled. She did not struggle socially at her home school. Um, she did not have um, major academic woes at her home school. She, she just sort of traveled along at medium speed and was fine. Um, I had always talked about my career technical education experience, um, but I didn't push it upon her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I encouraged her to explore it. And one day out of the blue, she came to me and told me that she had it all figured out. She was going to come to the Fairfield Career Center. She was going to enroll in the pre-nursing. She's always wanted to be a nurse. Um, And she would get some nursing skills and her her STNA, and that would equip her to go on to nursing school, and she would be a much better nursing school student um, after that. And really, I sort of chuckled inside because she didn't, I don't think she felt like it was this monumentous decision that she had made. In my head, I knew that we were about to see a a total change in her and watch her completely blossom. And that is exactly what we saw. Um, Not long after she started here, uh, grades shot up. attitude much better she you could see the clear direction for her even though she'd always wanted to be a nurse she was now extremely excited about going to nursing school it's 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 engagement she was touching it she was involved that's my guess is that was the big thing for her I say that all the time you see students who have struggled academically once they get to a career center um, or in any any other career technical program or setting um, once they get there and they can apply what the academics are to what they want to do or what their program is, it suddenly clicks for them. They understand why they need that algebra two as a carpenter, right? Um, we, we, it's applying what they learn. Yes. That's so funny you say that. There, there are so many kids in high school um, that will, will question, and rightly so, why am I learning what I'm learning? Why am I? And I think getting to see Absolutely. it applied in, in, in the hands-on kind of experience that she's having makes it um, makes them a little more, they approach their schoolwork a little yeah. differently. It sounds like she's had that experience. She absolutely has. And um, as we're approaching graduation, actually, just a few weeks ago, she came to me and she said, you know, Mom, I have to be honest, I don't know if I would have made it through the traditional high school experience without struggling. Um, this experience has been so fruitful for me it has it has really expanded my abilities it has challenged me in ways I, I didn't think that it would um, and I just don't think that the day-to-day not being able to attach it to what I want to do moving forward I don't think I would I would be now sitting at a 
a 3.5 GPA. She, so the word slog comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when, when a student is just moving from day to day through the material in a traditional high school yeah. setting um, with no application or understanding of how it, how it applies to life, it feels like a slog, a drain, and you that know, another lecture. That is a perfect is word that a to good use. Word? Yeah. Yes. Aww. Well, good. I'm so glad she doesn't. She didn't have to deal with the slog, and she no. um, she found her way to balance um, her academic with her career tech experience. Um, may I ask what she what she's chosen to do, or what she's thinking about doing when she's Absolutely. done with her experience here? Absolutely. So um, she has always had the idea that she may want to join the National Guard. And so she has, we're waiting on one medical clearance for her and she will be enlisting in the Air National Guard. Um, So she will- That's awesome. Yeah, she will uh, probably be in boot camp this summer and boot camp will um, eliminate her ability to enroll in the fall semester of college, but she will be enrolling in a spring semester, gen ed, and then in a nursing program in fall of 2020. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Well, congratulations to her Thank and you. congratulations to you for, for guiding her. So so in your, in your daily life, um, what you do for a living is advocating for career tech education. Um, You've, you've, you've kind of gone around it with your own experiences and your daughter's experiences, but I'd love to hear you directly say why you are so passionate about career tech education. Yeah, um, so a lot of people have heard me speak on CTE because that's when people ask me what I do. What, jokingly, I tell them I talk for a living. Um, well, then this podcast is perfect. It's you perfect. Back, we'll do it, it really, again tomorrow. It yeah. really is perfect. Um, you know, it's not an understatement to say that CTE changed my life. Um, the instructors that I had here uh, were willing to prepare me. They were willing to, to, in some instances, let me fail to see what that failure felt like. Um, so I wouldn't repeat that again. Um, and the preparation that I received as a student at the Career Center, um, not just in my program, but in, a, in what we called, I, they call it, 21st century skills now, but when I was in school, it was employability, Um, you know, the ability to interview, the appropriate way to interact with people. Um, It it really did change my complete outlook. Coming from a very rural homeschool, we just didn't, we didn't have those things there. And uh, I, I love my parents. They're fantastic. But my, my dad was a truck driver. He didn't, know how to teach me to interact professionally and my mom was a homemaker um so it it really did change my complete outlook on life and how what I thought was capable what I thought I was capable of doing um and in a different perspective from a business standpoint with the uh, school to work abilities that I had and the experiences that I had in different law firms so you saw that you experienced that you are passionate about, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but ensuring that all students have access to that. Do you want every student to partake in career tech? I mean, they, they, help me under, help me. Yeah. Uh, so I would strongly encourage all parents to have your student explore a career technical education. It is life changing. Everybody needs employable, employable skills. Um, you, I, 
I wish, and we actually recently had a, a very recent conversation about, you know, what about career tech for all? And, and not from an access standpoint, because with the 91, you know, CTPDs that we have in the state, which is really technical, I'm sorry, career technical planning districts, every student in the state has access to career technical education. But them making the choice to pursue it is, an, is a whole different thing. And if we were to require some career technical education as part of our standards, it would be a, a, a game changer, I think. Like we require fine arts and we require health and we, right? Correct. Require, Correct. Yeah. All right. Now, I think that's probably a heavy lift, but um, it, it's one that I would recommend. I'm not sure that, that the general public would be on board with it, but well, I think it's fantastic. I think it would be a a really smart thing to do. The important thing that you say, though, that as a parent, I think every parent knows that at some point their child's formal education ends and their experience in the work world begins. Mm -hmm. And we want that transition to be smooth. We want it to um, lead to meaningful and joyful work for our kids mm -hmm. and scooching some of those work experiences or, at, at, you know, at least kind of trying on things while they're in their school setting. It, it well, makes I mean, complete you, sense. Yeah. And if you think about it, why do we do career days in, in, in a high school or middle school right. to expose them? Right. So and if I, you think about it, do you, do you want your child to think about this as a high school student and, and have some career exploration as a high school student or do you want them to start college and be paying tens of thousands of dollars in college tuition and and crossing their fingers and hoping they figure it out and or getting to the end of it and then starting in their career field and realizing oh my gosh I made a huge mistake I hate this what have I done and I have a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt absolutely so I, I completely agree with you and I think even you know that a parent listening to this whose student may be entering, you know, or getting ready to enter a career tech program, yeah, I, I would point out, and I'm sure you even know some kids who, who have experienced this, I would point out that if a student comes and tries this on for these two years and they get to the end and say, I know that is not right, mm -hmm. um, I would prefer that experience every day of the week to, to having had no experience because then we have something to work with. You know, you tried mm -hmm. this out. It wasn't right. I can help guide you and redirect. Absolutely. Right? We have time to redirect and nobody's forked over anything with a lot of zeros on the end That's of it. That's right. I, I absolutely agree with you. I would rather them graduate from a career technical program at the secondary level before they head on to college and say, no, that that's really not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Because it's not just about the specific career program that they're in at the career center. It's about the entire experience that, that they are receiving and all those secondary or soft skills that they're receiving here yep. that we, we hear every day at a state level employers say, we want to hire this person, but they have zero soft skills. They right. don't know how to interact with people. They don't know how to speak with people. They don't know how to show up on time. There are all the variety, things, all the things all that those, a hiring manager yeah needs absolutely, it. and those it, are woven in absolutely. to their career tech. They're experience. absolutely woven into the career tech experience. So, so that really leads me to to my next question, which is about um, 
what you perceive as really the top benefits of, of attending a career tech school. So we've, we've touched on, of course, the big one, which anyone, you and I, we have kids preparing mm-hmm. to make that transition to college. I, I have one that's done that transition. We have, we have forked over the first tuition checks, um, which, um, you know, just about makes you want to vomit. There's yeah. no other way to say that. Um, saving money, right? Making mm-hmm. a good, solid decision is is one of the big benefits, mm-hmm. I think, that we've mentioned so far, saving money. The second one that you've touched on is kind of that growth, um, that individual growth, that preparing that entire experience that, that career tech gives them, some of those softer skills. Does anything else come to mind um, in terms of the, the big benefits that maybe we haven't mentioned so far that come from a career tech education? One that I'm thinking is like maybe the credentials. We haven't touched too much on those? Um. Yeah, so industry credentials are a relatively new experience. We didn't necessarily have industry credentials when I was at the Career Center. But when we talk about credentials, if you look at my daughter's experience with an industry credential, the pre-nursing credential, one of them is uh, the state tested nursing assistants. Um, And she's using that and she knew that she would receive that when she went through the program. She's using that now as a senior. She's been working her entire senior year at a skilled nursing facility. She's making way more money than her counterparts that are working at Mm -hmm. fast food joints. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's gaining her experience in in the nursing field already. So even when she comes back from basic training, she'll she'll go right her her, um, employer is going to hold that her position because guess what? STNAs are extremely needed right now. She gets phone calls and text messages from different folks all the time asking her if she'll jump ship and come work for them. Um, So her position will be held. She'll come back. She'll go to work right back doing what she was doing before. She'll work in her field the entire time she's a nursing student. And then when when she finishes college, she'll have all of these years already of work experience in her field. Plus that formal education that you did pay money for. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the industry credentials, and if you look at the uh, more traditional or skilled um, workforce programs, you're talking about students that can graduate from a career center or career technical program. And and with their industry credentials, be making forty to sixty thousand dollars a year as a high school graduate just because they have their twelve-point industry credential. Um, you look at welding and manufacturing and auto technology, specifically in the Central Ohio area. Those programs in it, demand. It, totally. I mean, they cannot take enough career technical students. I mean they keep asking for more. They call the schools, they call the schools. We need more students. You've got all of our students. Yeah, yeah. We can't put any more <laughs> in there. We can't give yeah. you any more. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, and they're they're making a yeah. lot of money. They're buying their first house as a 19-year-old because they've they've already got 2 years probably of experience because they've been in the school to work program. And, and that that maturity level is just so different for those kids. I don't know if you noticed that with absolutely with students at that. So I'm sure your daughter's peers, you know, kind of when you when you when you you know talk to them, they they are of a different mindset often than we a joke in my household that when when friends are over who are non career technical students that there's a lot of me turning my back and rolling my eyes um, because I'm like, oh my gosh, are you serious? What is she even saying? Yeah, does she know it? 
She'll and she'll get there. Yeah. She just I, I I think sometimes that you know that lack of exposure to the real world Absolutely. and the things that your daughters had the uh, opportunity to, to touch on is you know it will come in the future. For Absolutely. Those okay, so I'm thinking of um, this last key question for sure. you. I'm thinking of those parents who um, maybe their kiddo is on the cusp of beginning their journey here in career tech, or maybe someone's listening and they've got a younger student and they're just learning about this. What are the things, the biggest ideas that you really want a parent to keep in mind as their kiddo gets ready to start this journey? I mean, it's a lot of change. It's different mm-hmm. probably from what we what we experienced. What are those big ideas that you want them to really hang on to as their kiddo gets ready to start? Yeah, you know, one of the, the, the most asked question that I get is, you know, but I am afraid they're going to miss out on their high school experience. Mm. So Definitely two, heard that. Yeah, two things about that that statement. One, don't let your fear stand in the way of your child's success because they will be successful if they pursue this pathway. Um, and two, they're not going to miss out on a high school experience. This is a high school experience. It may be a different path than what you envisioned for them, Mm -hmm. but it is absolutely going to be a high school experience. They can still participate in all of their homeschool activities. They can still participate in their sports and in their band and in all of those things. They can do that. They're not going to miss those things. Um, And make sure as they, as they make that decision that they weigh everything out and they make the right decision for them and and get that experience that they're not otherwise going to get at their homeschool. You know, I think I think that really hits the nail on the head and it reminds me as a parent, you know, of, of the things that I want for my kids and all the kids in my life that I love. And that is to eventually transition from their formal education to wonderful and meaningful work. And, and, and this career tech education gives them the chance to do that with more confidence and clarity. And I love your wisdom to parents about, uh, um, you know, our own fears. We have so many fears and it's hard not to be fearful, but, um, but I, I hope your, your voice of reason, um, you know, kind of echoes in a lot of people's heads and hearts as they uh, support their kids to make this transition. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you were able to come and join us. Dee, Thank you and, for inviting me yeah, and have a great rest of the day. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you continue to learn more not only about Eastland Fairfield, but more about career technical education and the boundless opportunities it provides to students. Now make sure you visit OneDayEFCTS.com. That's OneDayEFCTS.com. It's the hub for newly accepted students and their families who have been accepted to attend Eastland Fairfield. It features our One Day video series, the podcast, and more. Beyond One Day podcast is a presentation of Eastland Fairfield Career and Technical Center, and it is hosted by Beth Probst of At The Core. Episodes are written by Purposeland and edited by Truthwork Media. You can learn more about Eastland Fairfield at eastlandfairfield.com.